Welcome to Returning Home. I'm your host, Natalie Zipinski. Today is September 3rd, and I am speaking to you from my home in Susia in the Chevron Hills. It is September 3rd. I am again at the pool. Morning laps. This is the last week that the pool will be open. It's the end of the season. I was away this entire past month in America. My father passed away. Sounds, it feels weird to hear those words, but that's what happened. So I flew in and attended the burial, the funeral, and did Shiva and helped my mom. And I also went to Canada. I had some pre-arranged speaking engagements there. Toronto, beautiful community, large Jewish community. But wow, did I miss home. I miss the dogs. I miss the pool. I miss the rhythm of life here. It's different. The way things smell here, the way the air feels, it's different. You know, here people like grab on to these last days of the swimming pool. It's kind of like the last days of summer. School has started already, but it's just started. Maybe one day, while I'm still alive, we'll enclose this pool and it'll be all year. As the population grows, and the population ages. It's um, it gets a lot of use. They've been talking about it already. Just a matter of of money, really raising the money. Over Shabbat, um, in the newspaper. There's a section about the future of the Shomron. And the head, the mayor, has a goal that by the year 2050, that's 2050, there will be a million people living in the Shomron, Jews. And there will be 10 cities. And there are some other things he mentioned, um, a few different industrial areas and an electric train a million now right now there are half a million Jews living throughout Judea and Samaria that's about 150 communities and he's talking about one area with a lot of communities there must be you know 40 different communities there but one area having a million that would be amazing that's 25 years it might happen. People are moving here. They are. The terror doesn't stop them.
I was just um, talking about this in Toronto, and um, people were asking all about life here. Do we get along with the terrorists? Do we get along with the Arabs? Do we interact with our Arab neighbors? Are they friendly? All kinds of questions. And I had to explain, like, you know, we actually do live with them. That We do. They're in our hospitals. They're in our stores. We share the roads. We share the trains. We share the buses. We, we really do live together. And uh, we will continue to live together. Neither of us are leaving. We're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. I guess we each live in our own spheres, but uh, we really do live together in the in the public arenas, like shopping and health, you know? They asked me, some of these people, what is the solution? What do I see as the final way of, you know, having peace here? I don't really have an answer. If they, um, if the violent Arabs and the extremist Arabs stop teaching to kill Jews, it'll be better. It'll be better for everybody. I'm going to play an interview that um, I conducted with Charlie Feldman, who made Aliyah in 2021, July, with his wife and children um, from West Orange, New Jersey. They moved to Renana, and he is going to uh, tell us all about it, all about his Aliyah. Here we go. Um, Charlie, you with us? Yes. Wonderful. Thank you for uh, doing this. Sure. I've heard a lot about you. All right, let's get into it. I um, I, I have some basic information about you, and um, you're not our first interviewee from New Jersey, but you might be our first who lives in Renana. And it's funny because I have a very good friend who lives there, and he's been telling me, "Oh yeah, there are all these people who would want to talk on your show," hmm. and uh, you're the first person I actually got to join us. I'm surprised because there are plenty of Olim here in yeah. Uh, Renana. Yeah. Well, it's not my world. I guess that's uh, the problem. Yeah. Um, but what brought you there? Why don't you, why don't you just, and then we'll dig back and say how you ended up coming here at all. Okay. So you mean to Renana specifically? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it wasn't even really a, a choice for us. Um, my wife has a lot of family here. And uh, so if, you know, once we decided to make Aliyah, the only choice for us really was um, coming here. Her family was one of the main drive, drives for us to be here. And um, so my wife is one of seven children and her parents made Aliyah about 10 years ago. Um, and then separately over the course of about 20 years, um, five of her six siblings made uh, Aliyah as well. And four of them are also here in Renana with their families. Mm. So, so this is and, a very uh, interesting instance of the parents leading the children. 
Well, they were not the first. It was actually one of Rebecca's sisters that was the first that came mm. around uh, 2000, 2000, early 2000s. Um, but they came not too long after that. And then, yes, once they came, everyone else, one by one, sort of came along. And um, we were actually one of the first that had stated our desire to make Aliyah before we were married was something that we'd always wanted to do, but we ended up being uh, one of the last of our siblings mm -hmm. to, uh, to finally make it. Well, you made it, and that's yes. the important part. And you made it alive and oh uh, with your eyes open. That's, yes. that's the best not to come here in a box, right? Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent. Very good. Okay, so tell us how it's been getting settled. You've been here for two years. I don't think I... Yes. Oh, you did mention that, 2021. You came, you told me, in the summer, right? To summer, The summer of 2021. That was right. during Corona, I think. It was uh, sort of the tail end of, of Corona, yeah, but it was still, still going on. When we mm -hmm. got here, people were still masked and... We had to have our our shots in order to get here. Right, so right. yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. We, right. Corona actually delayed us. We were we were actually planning on making Aliyah a year earlier, and then mm -hmm. sort of pushed things off because of it. Okay, so you got here. Uh, I don't think we told our listeners the age of your children. You have three girls, all in their twenties. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay, so yes. you didn't have to worry about school. That is right. That is correct. That was. Um, you know, mixed blessing. We we actually first started um, seriously exploring uh, Alia when they were in high school. And, um, you know, I think it would have been nice for them to have had some schooling here and to have that much more level of, of fluency and, and be ready for, um, you know, life here. But at the same time, it also made things a little bit easier, that the fact that we didn't have to worry about school for them and... Um, Right. That they were all, you know, sort of right in in the middle of a, of a transition between school and and um, you know their ultimate choices for what the, what to do next. So it was well, actually, they um, they they basically came as young as young adults. Yes, okay, that's exactly what, that's right. What you got. So you have your own, that yeah. has its own challenges, no matter where they are in the world, right? Sure, true. Um, sure. Look, there are people who make aliyah when they're in their twenties. It's kind of like what happened, except they had help because they had mom and dad. So you that's right. That. Yes. Yes. Um, my, okay, my, so, my middle so, daughter, my, my middle daughter actually preceded us. So she did it without any help. Mm -hmm. um, she came on her gap year after uh, high school. Uh, she and while she was here, she decided she was making Aliyah. And so she stayed. And so that was probably the biggest, uh, you know, final decision maker for us is that we just we wanted to keep the family together. And um, so she's now in nursing school. And uh, here in Israel, in Yerushalayim. Nice. And uh, and so yeah. So then um, when we when we came, or when we were, we had uh, planned on coming originally before Corona. So uh, my other two daughters were here uh, as well, studying. And so we figured, perfect. Like everyone's there. We're just going to pack up and and move. But then Corona uh, happened, and my oldest daughter actually her school closed, and she ended up coming back home. Um, my youngest daughter was able to stay and, um, so, but we made Aliyah with my oldest daughter. She came with us and my youngest daughter was here. She stayed, she, um, since, has since done army, um, uh, she's now in a Mechino program and she in, along the way made Aliyah as well. So, 
Okay, well, I mean, you got it done. It's all done. done. So, so, you know, Corona, it was just a blip on the radar. Hopefully, it will only be a blip on the radar of history as well. Nobody wants to remember that um, horrible (laughs) time and the, you know, disruptions it made. But look, it didn't really disrupt you at all. So, it actually helped. Yeah, (laughs) nice. I have right. to tell you, it actually was for us. It 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 helped things um, tremendously. Moved you along, huh? It moved us. It moved us along. Yeah. Well, you're not um, alone there. You're not alone there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is definitely the best place to be, for better or for worse, in times of um, difficulty around the world. Even with Corona and all the problems that were here, thank goodness I was in Israel, and I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. Um, and you're going to see as you live here, no matter what happens. Even in Israel, okay, with the difficulties we have here, it's better here than anywhere else. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're very, we're so happy here. I feel so Good. blessed. I tell people all the time, I feel like I won the lotto. Yeah, um, that's that's how blessed I feel. So tell me about your uh, difficulties, because although it's great to hear all the good, let's hear some of the the real hard facts. Um, tell me about your parnasa. Tell me about your adjustment. Tell me about your social life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I hate to disappoint you because it, it hasn't been too hard for us, especially on those fronts. Um, you know, so when um, when we first planned on making Aliyah, this was before uh, Corona started. I, I spoke with my boss and, um, you know, I, I said to her, listen, we're, we're moving. And, and she wasn't a huge shock to her. And uh, I said, hey, any any chance that I might like continue to consult for you or, you know, do something. And she was basically not interested at all. So all right. Like, so let's back up and, and tell me good what, luck. what your profession is. So I'm in, I'm in financial management. Okay. In, in New York city. And, um, so, okay. So, but that didn't sway me. And I, I felt that, you know what, um, this is what I'm going to, I want to do. I'm going to do it. And, um, Israel's economy, thank God, is strong and um, unemployment is very low. It'll be hard, but I'll find okay. something. Let me interrupt you. Sh- for part, pardon me. Yeah. You said financial management, right? Yes. Can yes. you break that down into like, you know, layman's terms? Um, yeah. So um, I, I I work for a, a, a very large organization in New York City. I um, I handle payroll for about uh 7000 people i do uh um i'm responsible for the budget um of about uh half half a billion dollars and um all the financial reporting that goes along with that for like a few uh, companies or for one company one yeah it's a, it's one company so you could do that for another company i could you okay. know i could do that for another company or you or could do I'd that fly. for many companies Yes. Yeah. I figured, you know, I have, I had options um, and I was willing to take the plunge. All right. But so then, you, you told your boss, is there, wait, so you, I just want to, I know you mentioned this, but you said, you asked your boss, is there any chance I could move to Israel and continue? And she said, no way. No way. Okay. Absolutely not. It was just good luck to you. And, you know, it's, um, that was, well, you know, part ways. And, and <laughs> But you the, didn't uh, say I'm leaving. You company. said, if I leave. Oh, no, I said, I said, I said, I said to her about a year before um, planning to leave that uh, that at the end of the year that we were going to be moving to Israel, and um, 
you know, we got, I had a great relationship with my boss. So I, I didn't have a problem with, you know, being completely open and upfront with our, our plans. And um, she was open and upfront with me and said, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I, I think this is wonderful for you, but you know, this is, you know, not something that I think would, would work in terms of an continuing uh, employment. So, um, so, okay. But, you know, like I said, it didn't sway us. And then like right a few months after that was a uh, Corona hit. And, um, and uh, shortly after that, we all moved um, to start working from home. And um, so then I was, this was now it's 2020. I was started, I was working home for about six months already and there was no end in sight. And um, it was time for my next uh, annual evaluation with uh, my boss. Our, 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 our trip in meantime, our early update, meanwhile, had shifted by about a year because of everything that was going on. And so, um, so this time I said to my boss, listen, you know, um, things got delayed because of COVID, but we're still planning on moving. And, um, you know, here's the new date. And I said to her, you know, what do you think? Has anything changed? And so this time she said to me, well, you know, you've been working remotely for about six months now and it's been working great. You know, it's like you've demonstrated you can be as effective as ever. And, uh, you know, she said to me, like, what what difference does it make to me really if you're walk if you're working across the river in New Jersey or if you're working across an ocean? I, I guess right. it really doesn't matter to me at all. That's great. So. So, yeah. So then, yeah, she so she uh, said, OK, she got permission from uh, her boss and from H.R., Amazing. And Great. God, everyone was on board yeah. with it. And so um what do we so leave? Yeah, so two years <laughs> later it's been working out wonderfully. Yeah. That is yeah. That is great. Okay. So so that probably has played out in many, many different scenarios to for many, many people. We've been hearing this um for the past two years. People I think so. Yeah, yes. it's it's changed everything. And it you, you know, the thing that upsets me is you would think that the numbers would be much, much higher. And I'll tell you and everyone listening, and I say this every show. The numbers have not changed. Our well, numbers have not changed. Really, that's it. Feels like it has. It feels like more and more people are coming. Um, well, I think more and more people but, maybe are talking about it and maybe mm. are actually um, considering it as a real option. So maybe it'll just take longer for some of those people because even though that obstacle of Parnassa now is out of the way, a lot of people come up with another obstacle. True. Right. Sure. And there are there are very real obstacles um, mm -hmm. that make it difficult. We you know, we my family is still in the U.S. So my wife's family was here. But, uh, you know, I left family behind and that that's very hard. Mm -hmm. um, but they were very supportive and, you know, they understood that, uh, you know, they had me all um, to themselves for such a long time. Really, <laughs> it's my wife's turn now to be close to her family. Well, that's very nice so. of them. And I'm sure you've invited them to come. And maybe They've come. They they have come, and uh, we've been back. And um, you know, we do a lot of zooming and uh, WhatsApping. Um, so it keeps us very connected. Good, good. Okay. So how about your wife? Why don't you tell me a little bit about her life and her profession and her adjustment? Well, she um, she was a teacher in West Orange for uh, 20 years. 
she, uh, a, a day school teacher. She taught first grade Jewish studies, um, but also many other grades as well um, over the course of the 20 years. And um, so when she moved here, she felt like, you know, first grade Hebrew, probably not the biggest market um, in the world for that. Um, right. So um, so she's retired from teaching. Um, and right now she found uh, some part time work with our local shul. So uh, she's very happy doing that, keeping her a little busy and um, uh, giving us a little extra income. So that's that's all good. Well, let me ask you something just outright. Yeah. With mm-hmm. you working for your company, financial management with an mm-hmm. American company, me, okay, to me, to my ears, and probably everyone listening, that sounds like an American salary. Yes. Yes. All right. So are, that's amazing. And yes. with an American salary, does your wife even need to work? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, um, listen, we're, we're, we're certainly very blessed. I, I think, um, and uh, but this the salary doesn't go as far as as you'd like it to, um, you know, ever, right? Right. Okay. And uh, right, and so uh, you know, housing here is very expensive, and um, so tell me know, about housing. Tell me about housing. Are you renting an apartment? Did you buy a home? What what happened there? So we started out renting a home. That's when we um, we first moved. We worked with uh, a realtor here in Renana who was able to find us something um, before we moved. And again, we have family here, so they helped you know check it out and gave us the okay. And um, so we found a really really nice place um, for for one year. But um, things were really really going crazy with the rental market and the housing market when we moved here. And huge, huge shortage. Even still, there's a huge shortage in in homes and okay. apartments. You're, okay, Charlie, I'm stopping you there. I want everyone yeah. to listen to him. He is saying a huge shortage in how huge shortage in housing. Yes. I have heard this since I've lived here. We moved here in 2005. I have heard the same story Sorry. the whole time. Um, and I don't know if it's true. Or I don't know if it's uh, a thing. I don't know why. And I I don't see it all as negative. It may be just a way to to uh, you know blow up to to increase everyone's um, value, but it's it's interesting, isn't it? We we need more olim. Yeah, there are yes. no houses. Yeah, there there are houses. There you know you have to search and you have to look hard, but um, and you might not find something in your number one top choice community. Right. You know, you might have to expand past so that. There's definitely housing. I mean, that is true. There's housing, there, and there's and they're building constantly. Right. They're constantly Correct. building. Correct. So it's um, not really a crisis. It's not really a shortage. It's really it, not. It, but but yet it, there, it it's not easy. It's not like there. It's not. It's certainly not a buyer's market. It's very much a seller's market. Mm. And um, so when we were renting, you know, there was not much to choose from at all. And, you know, one thing that we were worried about, we had certainly, you know, acquaintances where this happened to that the, the rent skyrocketed the, the next year or after the lease was over. That's terrible. Can you and, tell and me had, and for everyone listening what you mm-hmm. what what exactly you rented and how much it was just so they hear what sure. it was in Renana a year ago? How many bedrooms? What kind of a home? <laughs> so it was a like a shared home, you know, like these uh, two two homes side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was really it was very nice. It was um, off one of the main streets um, in in, uh, in Renana, and um, 
gosh, I mean, it was really, it was what we called a soft landing because it was really much nicer than we, you know, really would have looked at otherwise. It just happened to work out. Um, was it furnished? So, Were there three bedrooms? It, was there a garden? It was not, it was a beautiful garden. Um, it was several levels. It was on the ground floor. There was, there was a, a master bedroom actually on the, on the sort of, um, first floor. And then there was, um, a beautiful, large dining room, living area and kitchen on the next floor. Then, um, there was like, a in between floors, there was a, a laundry room and a separate office that I could use. And then, um, then there were two more floors. There was on the, on the, Next floor, there was um, there was three bedrooms and then a, another bedroom on the top floor. Um, and so one, two, uh, three and That's a half five. bathrooms. That's five bedrooms. Yeah, five, five bedrooms in total, three and a half bathrooms, a garage. It was a beautiful place and we were paying uh, 12,000 shekels, which I thought, you know, was a very good deal for Okay, so 12,000 shekels, okay, a month. Yes, yes. But, you know, it was... Um, like I said, it, we, we had we have a family that were kicked out of their apartment at you know very short notice and said sorry you know we want to sell it and because you know we can get um, right now prices are really high we want to sell so I'm sorry we're not leasing anymore and um, you know we didn't want to be in that situation where like we we didn't we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't know where to go we wouldn't know what to do next so we made the decision that we wanted to buy. Um, and again, prices were high, but you know there was no sign of, of prices going down. And at least at the time, um, mortgage interests were were still low. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we started looking around at houses. Houses were really again few and far between, and the ones we found were out of our reach. So then we uh, we started looking at apartments, and you know um, we hadn't initially thought we were ready for an apartment, but um, when we thought about it some more, we realized, you know, our, our daughters are grown and, um, uh, you know, it might be nice to have sort of one floor of living. And, um, we found a, just a, a beautiful, beautiful apartment that is, um, right near our shul. So very short walk and, um, Gosh, we, so we've been in this apartment now for a year. So happy. So happy with the apartment. Okay, good. So tell me the, yeah. tell me the, um, the details like is oh, it three bedrooms uh, two bathrooms how many floors do you have to walk up is yeah. there an elevator so so it's 11 floors there is a shabbat elevator um and um i i i walk generally but uh, um, wait but can, you're not on like the 11th floor yeah I'm you're sorry. on the 11th We're, floor yeah. the, i'm sorry I, I i misspoke there's 14 floors in the building we're on the 11th floor <laughs> Oh, we're, on the, we're on the 11th floor. Yeah. Okay, you're on the 11th. You're pretty high up. Yes. Yeah. We, it's we a have high rise. View. You live in a high rise. Yes, we live, we live in a high rise, and mm -hmm. gorgeous. You know, it's it's about uh, the whole build. The building is about six years old, so it's in very good shape. And um, uh, so we we have let's see, we have three bedrooms, um, and a uh, a mamad, obviously. Um, explain to people what that is. So the mamad is is a um, like a safe room. And people here in Israel use that as an additional room. So, uh, so of the three bedrooms, one of them is also a mamad. No, 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 no. Three, three bedrooms plus the mamad. Ah, so but um, is the mamad a bedroom or an office? So we we turned it into a um, a storage room slash guest room. 
So, um, yeah, it's per- perfect for us. It gives us a little bit, you know, because um, moving into an apartment, you have lots of stuff. You channel size as much as you can, but you, know, you still have too much stuff. So, of you know, having a little extra room to put things was really, was really helpful. Right. And then is, is there a Merpesa? I also have, there's a beautiful Merpesa with a wonderful view. A Merpesa, um, for all of you listening, a Merpesa is a balcony. Right. Right. And, um, you know, extra bonus is that uh, it is a, um, a kosher sukkah as well. So um, we there's no there's no one above us. There's no uh, balconies above us. And um, nice. the uh, it, it was constructed in such a way that it is 100 percent kosher as a sukkah. So nice. um, great. So that's kind of nice to have an apartment and a sukkah um, as well. And the sukkah and you're know. saying is on that repesset. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Very good. So um, sounds beautiful. Yeah. Very. I feel like we're we got very lucky with that and uh, blessed. And um, yeah. So just just very happy with. Uh, so this is uh, very interesting yeah. to hear because you kind of um, went through this, I guess, metamorphosis. I guess you know your your mm-hmm. empty nest syndrome happened here, and yeah. you went from a home to an apartment here as Olim Kharashim, really right. right after landing. And took care of that, and and a lot of people. That's that's actually a phase of life, you know. That's one of those phases people go through, um, having an empty nest and downsizing. And you did it when you made Aliyah. Right, right, and it just all worked out. I mean, it's it, we're so happy. Sounds um, like it. I, yes. So just, um, you know. Well, you you know you have a very good not mindset, also, Charlie. I can call you Charlie, right? Please, yes. Um, when you moved to Israel, and we didn't say this, but this is something to keep in mind. All of you listening, please do. When you move to Israel, you have to look at it with an open mind. And it's a new country, and it's a new life. And maybe some things that you would not have considered in the past, you will consider now. And maybe if you've all, always lived in a home, and you've always wanted to own a private home, and never, ever would consider having an apartment, Maybe here you would change, and these couple, this couple we're talking to, they did, they they did that change, and it sounds like they did that change pretty quickly and pretty easily. Would you yes. uh, agree with that? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I mean, you know, it's never, it's never really uh, anything so easy, but uh, there was a lot of effort involved. Uh, um, we, we, you know, we searched very hard for uh, the right apartment for us, or. And the first of our house, and then we once we decided that we started searching for many apartments, and um, you know, moving is never easy. But it, you know, looking back on it, yeah, yeah, it was it was so worth it, and it um, really worked out so well for us. Can I ask I love, you, Charlie, while I, I have you on the having, air? Oh, go ahead. I was ahead. just going to say, I love not having to worry about all the hassles of a house. Quite honestly, you know, right. apartment is much easier to to deal with and manage than uh, you know. Is there, yeah, is there someone, is there a management of the apartment? When is there a plumber on staff? Is there like a superintendent? No, no, none of that, none of that. But, um, you know, we certainly, there are plenty of people um, that we know of that, again, um, you know, my family, um, you know, many, many, many communities have like sort of um, online bulletin boards where you can post a question like, does anyone have a plumber that we could use? And then you'll get like 10 responses back like in five minutes here. Use this guy. He's fantastic. My family, you know, is so large here that we have our own bulletin group. 
and we we can ask the question and we'll also get five answers back That's in great. five minutes so um yeah so that hasn't been an issue for us that's great i'm gonna ask yeah. you because if i don't ask you i will get in trouble yeah. i want to ask you the um the cost of the apartment in renana i know it was a year ago and maybe it's changed but people who are listening on the show might want to get an idea of what cost housing costs really are um can uh -huh. you tell us what it cost a year ago was it a year ago yeah it was, it was a year ago um you know gosh I, I would say that um you know you're you're looking at uh for an apartment in Renana, I would say you're looking at um you know somewhere between um one and a, one one million shekels to two, three, four million shekels and up. Um yeah, well a three bedroom is not gonna be one million yeah. shekels. One million oh, no, shekels no, no, can no, get you a no, house in Susia. That that would be bare bones if you're looking for just, you know, right. For sure it's apartment. not. For sure it's not. Right. Right. Um but, yeah, okay, we're talking yeah. like three, four million shekel, which all of you listening divided by three point three. Okay. Right, right. And yeah. that's yeah. Um, no, we 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 didn't pay that much. We're we're closer to two million. Uh-huh. So um I don't know what prices are today, but you they're know, only they going have mortgages. Up. They have mortgages here, just like in the U.S. That's right. And, um, and the prices, get, though, you know, listen, the prices are only going up. Um, yes. Yes. People have to keep yes. that in mind. Just because it costs yes. you maybe two, it's today it's going to be three. Yes. Uh, everything's yes. going up. It's going up everywhere, even in Yehuda and Shimon, where people seem to think right. it's very cheap. It is not cheap. It is not cheap anywhere. Um, you, right. uh, you know, are, are moving to a place where there is demand. You said There's it perfectly. Demand. You said it's a seller's market. It's... Yes. It's amazing. It's 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 what is God telling us? What is Hashem telling uh, us? And what's He saying? Move now. Uh, there's you still got some. Uh, Get so here. <laughs> We're the best. This yeah. is holy land. Yeah. It's worth something. It's valuable. Any land here is valuable because it's holy right. Jewish land. Okay. Yes. So yes. don't wait. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. drop the excuses because excuses are not going to get you to Israel. Yeah. Right. Only El Al is going to get you to Israel. Okay? Right. So Also, if you're a homeowner today in the U.S., so, you know, we, we sold our home and, you know, prices were high when, when we left. And I think they're still pretty high. And so that was a large part of our down payment when we came here. Um, you know, we sold our cars and we used that money um, to buy a new car here. So, um yeah, so you're not starting you from scratch. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. hopefully you have um something to come yeah. with. And, do what um, you can, do the best you can. Yes. yes. And you know, make a down payment, get a mortgage, get something. Just get something. It doesn't have to be eleventh floor banana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. It's okay if it's somewhere else, but yes. really come while there's while there's you know things to get. Um, and even if you can't buy, so come anyway, it doesn't matter, you know, come, come just come. And, um, is, I, I would like to ask you, we have a few minutes left. I'd like to ask you about your Hebrew and your wife's Hebrew. Okay. And you so, can be perfectly honest, but be honest. My, that, so that I should, I have to put that under the challenges column. My Hebrew is, is not good. Um, and because I'm working in the U S, um, I haven't really had, I'm, I'm working U.S. hours. I, I really have, but I really haven't had the opportunity to do Alpon because um, I, I do work pretty hard. And um, 
you know, I, I try to, to learn on my own, but it's, it's going, it's, it's going slowly. Um, so, but, you know, again, it's, uh, I'm working for the U.S. I don't really need the Hebrew so much here in Renana. Um, everybody speaks English, uh, you know, um, but still you, you need it more than I actually would have thought because when you're ever dealing, uh, with the government, um, they exclusively speak Hebrew. It's very hard to find English speakers in the passport office or, you know, the, this office. Um, so you do need it from time to time. You will find people that, uh, you know, even in Renana that don't speak English. So it is helpful to have. Fortunately, my wife's Hebrew is very good. Remember the, the Hebrew teacher. So mm-hmm. that's how we get by. Um, but also technology is unbelievable now. And um, so, you know, if I get an email that's in Hebrew, you click a button and it translates to English. Or if I get um, something in the mail or something i'm out and there's hebrew on the street i take my phone and i i i load up uh google translate and i just point my phone at the hebrew and instantly translate okay okay let me just jump in that is not recommended natalie is just gonna jump in here and say Uh, really not the way you want to live in a foreign country in any foreign country you don't want to be depending on your english and depending on your apps and depending on google translate you want to get out there and talk. You want to go shopping. Yes, you want to ask yes, the clerk a question. Yes, you want to go yes, to the government, not yes, just the government. You want to go yes. on the street. You want to get a handyman to come to your house. You want to understand what's wrong with the toilet. You want to explain to him you only for have sure. 400 shekel and for that's sure. all you're going to pay. For sure. But, yeah, you but need to be able should, to have an adult. But but, yes, yes. I was, I'm going to say for us, it was the fact that my wife is is pretty fluent in Hebrew. Totally. That made it doable you, me, I'm, you know yeah that's I get, fine I, I rely on her it's true when my phone rings I, I get very very nervous if it's an israeli phone number i usually hand it to her so that she can talk right but uh but yes i i do hope to be able to improve my hebrew yeah um, you you're definitely handicapped if you don't yes hebrew and i don't want anyone to think that you can come here and live here in english and be totally happy and satisfied because you will always be an outsider even though, Renata, they speak English, even though probably everyone in your school speaks English, and even though you, you work in English, you live in Israel. And everyone who comes here, and I don't care how much money you have, I think everyone who comes here, or anyone who comes to every, any foreign country, should make an effort for the language. And it's going to be an uphill battle, but you will do it, Charlie, okay? Just like <laughs> I have to do it. It's, it's hard. It's hard to come as an adult. It's hard. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, but you know, you know, just, just do it. Just do the best you can little by little. Your kids will bring in the slang. You're going to hear it at the table every Shabbat. Right. You're going to want to hear what they're saying. You want to hear those insults. It's hilarious, you know? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And you'll, you'll catch up. You will. We all, we all will. Thanks. We all have a way to go, but I want to thank you for joining us. And if you can just give us one piece of advice before you leave. Wow. Um, I would say take the leap. Take the leap. It's so worth it. Um, Hashem will help you. And, uh, you know, just this this is the place to leave and uh, to, to be. And I, I think you want to be here before um, before you feel like you have no other choice. Because I, I, do, I do feel like, um, you know, as good as things are here, things are getting more and more difficult Um in other in other countries and you know we're, we've seen a, a mass exodus from france in just the past couple of years and literally like i mean france is like emptying out of jews and um you know things are not looking much brighter in other countries so um but here you're welcome 
everyone is is waiting for you. So 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 come now while the going's good and um and you know take that leap of faith. Good and come now, like you said, while you have the choice, while you're not being forced out. Hmm. It's a scary thing to say. It might sound severe, but history kind of repeats itself. We we all know yes. that. And yeah. Let's not be blinded. There's, I mean, even in the states, you look around, and there's there's so much increase in anti-Semitic incidents. You know, it's you can say, well, maybe it's it's just going to a blip, and it's going to stop, and but you know, what if it doesn't? Right. So. Right. Well, thank you, Charlie. Thank you for joining us today. Sure. Best of My luck. Pleasure. And thank you. Um, thank you. have a great week, Shabbat You too. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.